Hello everyone, and thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Today we'll be discussing Joseph's Bizarre Adventure Part 5, Golden Wind. But before that, and before the episode plays, I would like to give a quick ovation to a voice actor who sadly passed away recently of stage 4 colon cancer. I give the standing ovation to Billy Kamitz, a voice actor who, amongst many other characters, voiced Josuke in the English dub of Jojo Part 4. May he rest in peace. And without further ado, let's get on with this episode. Hello, my name is Pancakes and welcome to some brand new episode of Media Today. Today I am joined by Senior Oates. How are you, man? Feeling really great, feeling really great. Alright, cool. Uh, Today we will be uh, discussing our final, for now, Jojo part of the Jojo coverage. It is going to be, uh, yeah, our final part of the Jojo coverage for now will be, uh, Part five, Golden Wind, and yeah, this is regarded as one of the best parts for some, one of the worst parts for others, and yeah, let's get started. Uh, first up, we're gonna, add, like the other parts, we are going to discuss it arc by arc. Um, so yeah, like a general. A general overview. We're not going to go into much detail. Yeah, yeah. Let's continue. Uh, yeah. So for Golden Wind, our first arc is Golden Wind. Uh, it is basically the yeah. It's basically we get introduced to Jorno like doing a bunch of shit around town and yeah it's really nice it's really nice you know we get to introduce someone who isn't actually a jojo which is more of a brando but still is considered a jojo since he has since he was made with like uh with joe with jonathan's you know so yeah you would consider him being a brando and uh john and a joe star so yeah so jorno Giovanna, brando joe star dang he has a lot of last names yeah so and also we get the introduction of koichi again that's nice yep so you know he gets introduced and everything, it's really nice. Okay, so it's really nice, you know, the casting and everything, it's really nice. Wait, wait, I forgot, wait, I forgot the, the arcs, wait. It's really one episode, it's not even an arc. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so yeah, like, I love when Koichi got introduced, that's for sure. Like, yeah, I thought it was, it was gonna be the last time I saw him, but... Yeah. He surely hasn't changed a bit. That's what I can, you know, confirm. But yeah, 
Um, hasn't changed a bit. Nothing. Wait, so going on to the next one, I guess? Yeah, the second one, I don't remember which one it was. Uh, hold on. Well, okay, I have the list here. Uh, the second one is Butcherati is coming. And okay, yeah, yeah, the first episode, like, it, it ends in like a little side note where basically, uh, yeah, he's Butcherati. Jorno's face out of existence. Next episode is face. It's the face of a liar. It's the taste of a liar. Sorry. Damn, but that uh, that <laughs> that lixie though, man. Like that famous that lixie. Damn. And then yeah, we go to episode two, which is like Butcherati is coming. We get to you know Giorno. They have like this fight over here because they, he thinks he's an enemy, but then Jordan Ben Butcher is like, yo, he's actually a friend. And you know, he sees, you know, they discover a 13 year uh, background 13 year old has meth, I mean, cocaine, and drugs basically. And that's, and then Jordan says, like, yo, I hate drugs. It's like, I, I, this entire, this entire part. Was just because Jorno disagreed. Uh, it's like yeah, he's like, no, oh, like, such a stupid premise, but such an extensive part. Just because saying no to drugs, like no to drugs. Just I mean, no like drugs. a fifteen-year-old, like got into this adventure just because he disagreed. Uh, he just he, he disagreed on a, on like a certain topic. I honestly would pay to see Walter White versus Jordan. <laughs> I, bro, I would just imagine, I would just imagine Walter White having a stand. Oh my god, I would just imagine Walter White just having what, what, a stand. Grab? Sorry, I was just playing Nick All Stars, and, and, and I just found out you can grab in this game. I mean, it, it is like. Um, you know, Smash Brothers, so yeah, I think you could, um... Okay, but yeah, like I'm saying, but do you imagine that, like, Walter White has a stand and fights up against Jordan? Just, just damn. No, is this Jesse? <laughs> Jesse and Walter White, man, like, just, they both have, like, these stands. And, like, it is 2001, so I think that would be the same time, uh, timeline, perhaps, yeah? So, around the same time, yeah. Yeah, so like basically, and I mean his, like, I mean, Mr. White's meth has reached into Europe. And I'm probably saying to the Italian mafia and, and the Italian world. So yeah, I, I'd say probably Mr. White and Jesse would, yeah, you know what, you know what, yeah. yeah I, I think, like, if there's a, like, fan, like, if there's like this, like, I don't know, fan artwork or like fan I don't know you know story that like you know Mr. White and Jesse actually meet Jorno that would be amazing so anyways continuing uh, staying away from the rabbit hole we meet um, we go into episode 3 which is literally just meet the gangster behind the wall which we get introduced to Popo Popo 
purple. Uh, yeah. And like, you know, journals, you know, um, how can I say this? You know, uh, tests, journals, tests, and you know, to see these really, really, really cool gangster. And you know, that's that's it. And you know, which I just you know tells him to like, yo, go see Popo. He's the big fat guy who's in the prison. And then Popo gives him a a lighter. And then after that, he accidentally dripped the lighter. And then a stand. A black Sabbath appears, kills him. You know, doesn't kill him, but you know, had a fight. His weakness is the shadow. It's really nice. It's really nice, and like, then when we get to introduce the characters, the really nice man, like, it's just, I, I can't, I can't have, like, the first thing, okay, like, the first thing when you see a new recruit, like, everyone is like, yeah, but what does, what does Abakio do? What does Abakio do? Abakio literally pees in a cup and gives it to his friend. That's like what you do, like, just imagine you, you meet someone new. Oh hey, nice to meet you. And then he's like, like pee him a cup for you. Man, 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 Jojo sometimes can be exaggerated. I, I, yeah. Amazing. And then we get our first arc, which six bullets appear, which is the you know we get to see more about you know, about um Mister and about his fortune and everything, and it's like, you know. More in detail about his stand, which is actually kind of nice. And then after that, we get Narancha's little bomber. You know, we get to see more on Narancha. Aerosmith. Yeah, Aerosmith. Oh my! Oh no! I'm, oh my God! I'm reading the the, the copyrighted. Oh my! Never you're mind. You can see the localized name is the actual one. Oh no! No! Oh my. Okay, never mind, never mind that. Okay, but, um. Wait, before that, we get to introduce Trish. Yeah, we get to introduce Trish. And before that, it's like they have a specific, you know, goal, which is to keep the so called mysterious boss, his daughter, alive. Just weird. And before that, they get, um, you know, before all that, they get into a yacht, and you know, blue gem. What was Abakio's stand again? Was uh, moody blues. Moody blues. Moody blues. Okay, so yeah, moody blues. You know, his stand is kind of OP. Not gonna lie. Then we get to see Mister Sex Pistols and everything. And then, you know, we get to see more of, um, uh, who was that guy who has, like, purple, purple haze in his stand, his stand user, um, that guy with a lot of holes, that guy that looks like cheese, I forgot Fugo. the name, Fugo, yeah, Fugo, something weird about Fugo, it's his origin, it didn't appear on the manga, which is just weird, that's, yeah, their production get, get got a little bit funky with this part because I can notice. Yeah, like uh, yeah, like yeah, like um, yeah, the studios got a little bit exaggerated on that part, but still adds a little bit more 
depth into the character. I think that's what you know um, the studios wanted to do. I think that's they wanted to add like more in detail and more in depth about. Yeah, only stands can touch other stands. That are that that is reflected in the manga. One scene where um, Mirror Man, I mean Man in the Man in the Mirror, is contacting Moody Moody Blues, like in the anime. But uh, it's shown that he's actually touching Bakio in the manga. Not to the era of the anime. Yeah. And then we get our first, no, our second. Um, you know, Ark, the Grateful Dead. It's actually his stand is pretty OP. You know. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't have water around. Yeah, like I, I think it was something moist. Like it doesn't mean it doesn't technically technically need to be, to be water. Cold. It has to be cold, not moist. Oh, wait, cold. Yeah, cold. And then after that, you know. Then we get to see, you know, I think that White Eyes, um, I think I'm saying it's localized name. It's just I'm seeing the episodes and they have localized names. But, you know, White Eyes, I think? Ice? White Album. White Album, White Album. But before that, we get to see... Man, I'm, th- I'm sorry if I have to say the localized names. I'm just seeing them by episode and episode. Before, you know, after the thankful, after the grateful dead, uh, arc we get to see one which is baby head i forgot Norway. like I, that's the localized name what was the original name for baby head um, baby uh, baby face baby face baby face yeah baby face. then after that they get to see white album and then after that the final mission for the boss they finally get to see what it happens to the boss who is the boss the mysterious boss who like tells them to take care of him of their of his so-called daughter then after that something mysterious happens to bruno gets donuted gets donuted but something odd happens survives survives by the power of Jorno. magic i i love Jorno's powers to be honest it's really nice it's really nice they're really nice. They're really nice. Then after that, the the gene guts. Um, it's really nice. I finally, you know, I know the episode where the meme happened. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is not going to the Where like the meme, you know, the Abakio, um, Narancia, and Mista just kick a guy. Finally, know where that episode is from. It's from episode 22. Then we get to see the first. Then we get to see the first. I think LGBTQ couple and JoJo. I mean, sure, there's a lot of LGBTQ couples, but this one is actually legit. Since we're in Pride Month, I think it's gonna be okay. So we get Clash and Talking Heads. Which is not one. Technically, like, yeah, it's the first official one, but the first suspected one was Sorbet and Gelato. Same, that squadra group. Yeah, they're, oh yeah, from the, uh, yeah, I forgot, the squadra. So yeah, the squadra, their group is, it's, it's like, it's like Passion. It's like the anti-Avengers, if you want to say, it's like the anti-Passion. It's like Passion is Avengers and like, um, you know, the squadra is... La, la squadra is a 
Pascuota is a member of Pasión. It's like a little squad, a killing squad. Oh no, Pasión. Oh, never mind. Oh my God, never mind. Pasión is the gang. Okay, well, yeah, yeah. I, I thought Pasión was like the gang entre. Like, never mind. Pasión is the gang. I, uh, well, well, damn. It's been a while since I watched it. Andre. Okay, so then after that, uh, Notorious Big. Then after that, they get into a plane and, you know, Notorious Big, man. Like, Notorious Big. Notorious Big, Lamel. No, I can't. Like, man, like, that that, that stand is scary. Like, I. <laughs> I still refuse to believe it. How did how did Carne was able to get into this into like the official group? And worse, he's like an actual hitman, like hitman, like like one of like like a high-ranking official in the Pasión gang, which is just damn. And his his stand is scary as fuck. Like you kill him and then he activates. But the problem is, how did the boss, or I'm just gonna say it, it's, uh, oh, 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 holy shit, no way, I forgot the name. Wait, who was the name of the main villain in part five? Oh my god, oh my Diavolo. god. Diavolo. Diavolo. How can you forget him? Bro, it's been a, okay, it's been a while since I've watched it. Me too, but like, damn. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so the thing that still surprises me is how how the hell did Diabolo, you know, let Carne enter the gang? With like exactly, a, like, exactly. Like the fucker just told him, "What do you do? I die and like you, you, and you get chased." Lamel, but like, how do you, But how does Carne know that when he dies, his stand like? Wait, so like, are you, wait, so like, are we stating that he died before? Exactly, what the hell is going on there? So, anyway, enough of, you know, after that, we get to see Trish's stand. Which is uh, amazing, it, it is amazing. Trish's that, stand. That she didn't even know of, Spice Girl. Spice Girl, yeah. Like, Trish, yeah, it's, it's, eh, it's cool, like, everything she touches is soft. Nice. And after that, we finally get to see a little bit more in detail of Diabolo, but not actually Diabolo. Uh, it's you know, Vinegar Dopio. You know, so we finally get to see a villain or someone in JoJo with an actual disorder, mental disorder, DID. Damn. And he actually had. I didn't realize it was actually DID. I found that about. DID because of Moon Knight, but I never actually realized it was actually DID with JoJo too. But like that DID is a little bit JoJo fight since like he actually changes his physical appearance, which I'm saying it's a, like like a little bit more extreme, you know, DID. But yeah, like first JoJo character with like an extreme mental disorder DID. And one of his alternates is called Vinegar Dopio. So literally, Diavolo has an alternate, which is Vinegar Dopio. So yeah, that happened. And you know, we get to see more, more about like Vinegar Dopio and everything, you know, his backstory and everything. It's really nice. Then it turned out he was actually like his all his other alternate, Diavolo, was a psycho. 
but sure, yeah, like it came the baby, like like baby dopio, like that. Just, you gotta agree, man, baby dopio, like baby dopio. And then after that, we get to see more on his, you know, um, stand ability, uh, epi epitaph, epitaph. Epitaph, yeah, no, epitaph, yeah, epitaph, definitely. Epitaph is like, it's like, you know, you get to see what happens, like, it's like you predict, not, not predict, but like, you see what happens in like the next 10 seconds, 5 seconds? 5 seconds, I think. Yeah, 5 seconds, and King Crimson, we finally get to see more of him. We got to see, like, with him, we got to see a little bit uh of king crimson in episode you know 21 and 20 20 and 21 we get to see him where like he mysteriously disappears creepy and then he gets to fight with metallica yeah emo man i forgot the name of that guy emo man risotto yes risotto that risotto is dry he was dry as hell man that risotto is dry Oh, yeah, uh, Risotto, uh, Metallica. Damn, is that actually Pat? And like, if it wasn't for him, like, if it wasn't, if it wasn't for Narancia, yeah. he could have easily defeated like the like Vinegar Dopio and like Jack, like end credit scene rolls. And then after that, the saddest. This, this, the saddest thing happens. Um, me, um, Abakio dies. Abakio straight up dies. Like, like he he doesn't doesn't do like anything and stuff. It's just wow. Flashback and both creepy clean. Yeah. Like literally, <laughs> flashbacks and creepy clean. It's just man. It's just yeah. Like actually, like to be honest, Abakio's death is just it's just heartbreaking, man. It's just sad. But. The next ones are gonna be sadder. But sure, why not? Oh yeah, and by the way, forgot. Like after they reveal everything, dope, you know, Fugo, like the little, um, uh, like the little, I don't know, uh, it's age appropriate to say, but I'm not gonna say it. Like the, he's scared and he says, no, I'm not going to, entre comillas, betray the boss. Sure. And then he leaves and like stays and bam. And yeah. And, uh, just to make that clear, Fugo leaves the group. Literally leaves the group. Like that he guy. Did. He just dips. Yeah, he's just like, no, man, shit, I'm out of here. Like, that, like this is risky. And then after my dear man, Abakio dies, we get to see this mysterious man who knows more about the stand arrows and how to defeat King Crimson and Diabolo. Then we get... Um, Ah fuck. Okay, I for, I'm I keep forgetting the stand name. Like I know Oasis, but the other one, like Green Tea. Uh, green Day, Green Day, Green Day. Green Day. Wait, yeah, Green Day the Oasis. Oh no. Chocolata and the other one? No. No. No 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 no. Just no. No. These these guys are psychopaths. Like these guys are straight up psychopaths. Like if you thought Diavolo was a psycho was like bad. Man, like, Chocolata is far worse. Like, these guys, like, I think these guys still have a role. 
<laughs> like, I generally think these two guys killed half of Rome. Like, especially Chocolata, but like, that Green Day, like, literally turns everything to mold. But, like, that, I, that, that is just too OP. Like, if you don't, like, that stand is literally is if you don't have the high ground, you die. That's literally it. <laughs> like, if you don't have the high ground, like, Techalata, you, you turn mold. Yeah, like, you're, you're turning to moldy bread. So in conclusion, um, yeah, and Oasis just eats dirt. Like he literally swims in land, which is just terrifying. That's that that's for sure. It's terrifying. And like he got to chase Bucciarati, which Damn. and then the Requiem quietly plays, which we finally get to reveal that yo, it's pulling the ref. And he's disabled, which is sad. It's like, yo, it's Polnareff Johnny. It's like, I don't know, man, but Polnareff is disabled. And disabled because of Yavog. She chopped off his limbs. Which is sad. Like, like I swear to God, Polnareff can't get enough rest. Like, my, my man can't get enough rest. That, that is the saddest thing, man. Like, like after part three, after everything that happened to him, he, my guy can't get enough rest. So after that, um, he Polnareff stabs himself with the arrow, the Requiem arrow, and bam, he has Silver Chariot Requiem, which his stand ability is pretty, pretty OP and pretty creepy, not gonna lie, which switches souls and Diandre. And it's like literally the entire arcs, you know, the Requiem plays quietly and everything. It was literally a game of cat, uh, of cat and mouse. You have to find out who was the imposter. Yes, I'm making a reference in Among Us, yes. And yes, they need to find out who was the imposter. And among them, who was the imposter among them? And like... <laughs> yeah, so it go yeah, they needed to find out who was the imposter since like their souls got switched up. Um, I forgot... Uh, like, okay, so... We got, oh my god, there was like this diagram, um, wait, 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 like there was this diagram on like their soul switch, diagram, uh, part five, uh, Jojo, Jojo, I'm looking for this diagram which like shows, um, um, souls, wait, it can own part diagram like where it shows like how, okay, so let me, so, Jorno's soul got switched with Narancia's and Mista's soul got switched with uh, Trisha's soul. So yeah. Oh, oh boy. Oh. And Bucciarati's soul got switched up with a fucking Diavolo. And uh, spoilers ahead, Diavolo, I mean, was the imposter. And the saddest death just happened. Mister <laughs> Narancia got kebab. That's really the, dude, honestly, I did like, not that is more, at all. Like that is a new death in JoJo. Like yes, we've seen get them crispy creamed, but now they're getting kebab. So yeah, uh, my man uh, Narancia gets kebab and yeah that is just sad because it's such an instant like Narancia my man is putting facts like when like he was saying like when he gets when he gets with this sh when he gets this shit over he's gonna eat a hot oven pizza he's gonna go back to school which is just 
Boston, which is going to be a hard time since he's 17. Um, so he's going to finish senior and like go to university, I guess. And you know, my mom was just spinning facts. Like he was, he was going to eat a wood oven, like a wood oven pizza. He was going to go back to the, over there and everything. But no, Diavolo had to stop and like my man like the thing that i hate like my man heard everything and just like said no man like this is not this is not a make-a-wish foundation just like straight out kebab and you know mista soul fly like the, to be honest two saddest deaths narancha and abakio but narancha is one man like when he died like you know ada smith got to fly a little bit they like he he flied like, he flied into, like, different areas. And, like, when uh, there's a scene where Fugo came out of a building, you know, just, like, I think he was, like, you know, drip. I don't know why, how, but he was tired, I guess. He was, like, very sad. And, like, you know, Aerosmith passed over him. Like, he didn't see it, but he felt it, and he looked up. And that is sad, and then he passed through where um, Abakio died. And... It's, it's really sad, man. It's, it's really sad. And then after that, you know, they finally catch over to him. Um, you know, Polnareff uh, turns into a turtle. He goes full on Ninja Turtle mode. Oh my then God. after that, Jorno uh, finally decides to shoot himself with an arrow. He didn't get the Tethys though, so he did not get he did not die, and he got probably the most opious stand in the entire Twitter universe, which I, until this day, I still cannot understand, which returns everything back to zero. It's like no, like, he literally says no. So basically, my man uh, Diabolo gets uh, Uno reverse really hard, man. Like he gets back to zero he gets the infinite deaths man like so it is canon it is canon in the jojo universe diavolo died of food poisoning so it is canon in the jojo universe that diavolo died of food poisoning which is just damn what do you mean he died of food poisoning so enough so then we got the last episode sleeping slave what do you mean food poisoning it is canon he died of food poisoning like it could be canon he died of food poisoning but what makes you think that i mean infinite deaths like there's probably an infinite death where he get killed with you know in what we got on shown that he got killed by a truck he got killed by a random guy in the sewers he got killed by a surgeon so yes there could be that he's just eating spaghetti and He's actually eating expired spaghetti and, you know, food poisoning. So, yeah. That explanation does not make sense whatsoever, but oh, okay. No, but, uh, no, never mind, never mind. Never mind. Uh, food poisoning is not instant. Food poisoning is not instant. Never mind. Uh, exactly. I take that off. If anything, he'd be dying of, like, carbon monoxide poisoning from hallucination and shit. Probably, probably, yeah. That's but like, my mind. But like the battle was an open air and shit, so there's no carbon dioxide in there. So, then after that, we get like a uh, episode, you know, an episode on like the Rolling Stones, which depicted that 
Bucciarati was going to die. And it's just, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, oh, fuck, I forgot. Like, like when, uh, when they have all donut in it, the Bucciarati on, like, the f- couple of first episodes, he kind of turned into a zombie. Like, not technically a zombie, but, like, he was dead, but the only thing keeping him alive was Giovanni. He was Giorno with his, you know, powers and yeah. So he's literally, he was literally a walk. He was literally walking dead. Yeah, honestly, he was literally a husk. I don't know how he was kept alive. I genuinely don't. Probably because of his ability. I'm not sure, but he, he was alive. Then after that, you know, it's, they got in like, you know, Mista. My, like, my Mista was like the pole nerve of part five. He got into a lot of problems, but like, my man was just shooting. Like, his luck was just, his, his luck is just amazing, man. Like, his hate for the number four, his hatred towards the number four, just makes his character 10,000 times better. Honestly, yeah. I feel like Mister would be like a very boring character if four didn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> my second favorite Joseph, so yeah. And then after that, you know, Mista got, you know, they got a little bit of fight, you know, they fighted from the guy who, the stand user who owns Rolling Stones, which I don't know the guy, but yeah, they, you know, they fight it and everything, and yeah. And after that, my man just damn. That, that was like a preview to like, hey, like before Bucciarati met Giorno. So yeah, it's kind of cool. Then after that, flashback to present. Um, my man Javan, my man Giorno just restarted Gavolo, uh, which is cool. Um, then after that, he becomes uh, mafia. Like that's how mafia works. That li- that's literally how mafia works. Like the entire city was just based on that's how mafia works. Like level one crook. Like Jordan was literally level one crook, and he turned into a level one hundred boss. Like, tell me that's not amazing. What thing? Literally. In a way, like the thing I love. It's just like he has like this like tokens of you know when he is a boss he has like the things to remind them of. And then after that, you know, they get to see him, you know, sitting with a lot of like business like a lot of like business entrepreneurs and everything. Something I really love. It's just like we get not like an Easter egg, but like something to commemorate them. We see that they, you know, he has a cup of wine, you know, remember, you know, having, anyway, I forgot, I forgot, you know, it's in, it's in my tip of my mouth, like commemorating, it's like a, a to, it's like a token, uh, like a memento, a, a, a memento if you want, I think it's called a memento of those three the wine is for Abacchio, the zipper is for the the Girati. and I forgot what was Narancia, but I think it was 
Uh, Lane probably. Lane. I think it was. I'm not sure. Wait. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Oh yeah, and a flower. Yeah, a flower, a flower. And a flower commemorating, you know, Naracha. Then after that, uh, Mister gets new clothes, which is cool. We don't get this. We don't get Trish in the last scene, which is kind of disappointing. But I mean, she is the boss's daughter, so she's gonna get a lot of controversy and back, you know, and you know, rumors and everything. So yeah, she's gonna be, yeah. So I don't know. And uh, Polnareff is still a turtle, and Jorno is now level one hundred boss. Is how Mista's level Mista's level forty five henchman. No, he's level forty five hitman. Yeah. And that, my friends, is how Golden Winds ends. Like I cannot believe a fifteen year old did all this, and like this entire, like this entire part only lasted a week. While no. Uh-huh. Honestly, yeah. And it's like, part one lasted nine years. Well, part two lasted like, what? Like 30 days or something, 20 days. Uh, part three lasted like, like two months to three months. Um, but part five. I still refuse to believe two things I refuse to believe like no three things one Jorno was 15 and he became a mafia boss and his mother wasn't aware it's like one week is like like his mom doesn't see him in a week and a week and then after a week when she sees him he's already a, a mafia boss he doesn't need to go to school <laughs> like the guy probably goes to still goes to school yeah Damn. And then the second thing, like, this lasted, like, the entire part lasted a week. And, like, it makes the viewer feel like it lasted an a, an, etern- an eternity, you know, with them. Like, it's just hard, so hard to believe that Jono got to meet all of them. Like, you know, Pucerari, Abacchio, Trish, Ru- um, Mista, Narancha, Fugo, all of them. Just a week. It's just damn. Hmm. So after that, you know, that and like the the third thing that I cannot explain. It's like what was Mista doing that like, to that wall? Like what was Miss what was Mista doing to that wall? Fucking like lead to the pillar. Like what was Mista doing to the pillar? Like he like he was doing something. To the pillar, like he was touching it, but like what? Like what was he doing to the pillar? <laughs> I feel like that's one scene that we should discuss in great detail. Yes, yes, that, we should. That is, and that is what I actually called in my English presentation. I called it the golden suck scene. Yes, the golden suck. We, I, I forgot about the golden suck scene. How dare you forget about the golden suck scene? <laughs> Okay, so no one watches part five. No one watches part five and forgets about the golden suck scene. (laughs) 
So let's break down. So we already discussed about the history and everything. Now let's break down into every single detail, every single second about the golden suck scene. Let's go. So I really love it when, you know, like a kid, a kid arancha, pobre arancha. Like he honestly generally thought Mista was giving, like Jordan was giving Mista the golden suck. <laughs> it's just funny. Well, it's, it's, like that scene genuinely made me laugh and like i watched it with my parents which is the sole thing i regret you regret i watched it with my like i like I, it was my first time watching you know golden wind and i didn't like i knew about the golden suck scene but i didn't know it happened in that episode oh my god so then <laughs> then i see miss giorno <laughs> just leaning down on Mista doing uh, a suspicious behavior. What was your and first then, dad there with your parents? Oh no, like 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 they uh, my, my parents looked at me and I, I I had to explain every single thing. And that made me not watch Netflix for three days. They grounded me for three days and like that that that, that punishment was not watching Netflix. No, like and just imagine. No, like just imagine freaking Like just imagine the first time you saw it. You, you just go that, that is very weird. <laughs> I don't know man like it's, it's Jojo. It's Jojo. Honestly, yeah. So, yeah. And, like, he was just healing him. Jordan was just healing my boy, Mista. But, like, Narancia, like, like, like Narancia was just, like, like my, my boy Narancia was vibing on that boat, on that rowing boat, like, rowing his way into the Venice Canal when he saw Jordan and Mista just doing it they were actually healing but my boy mista just thought they were doing it so yeah just like i can't the saddest thing okay miss like miss like narancia died without like just like pensando que giorno was golden sucking mista that's just oh my god top 10 secrets that you'll take to the grave <laughs> literal it's just diandre but uh, yes in conclusion jojo is a, the most wonderful magical anime you like you can experience and watch it's just honestly it's, I, it's oh. truly bizarre Honestly, I love how the thing, I love how we started about, like, part one, like, such a noble, uh, such a noble and gentleman, um, like, person in Jonathan Joestar. Like, he would never commit, like, an unholy act, an yes. unworthy, like, he would never like, commit those unholy acts. He then would never. Part, and then you have freaking part five, Golden Sun scene. <laughs> like I like I sometimes need to remind myself that part one, in part five, they're literally this like the Los Dos Jojos. 
Like I have to yeah. constantly remind myself. And whatever generations may have passed through, technically speaking, Jono is Jonathan's son. So yeah. Diandre. Diandre. Salió como el pai. Salió como el pai total. Salió el pai. Salió el pai. Literal. Like, sí, salió como el kindness, como el otro pai. Como Jonathan. Pero his behavior, ya no me chup, salió como el pai total. His behavior is a mix of Dio and Jonas. I mean, of Dio and Jonathan's in a way. Yes. Which is just damn amazing. So, so yeah. Jojo, the most bizarre adventure you'll ever have. Wow. Yeah, but honestly, um, one thing I want to address before we go. Like, shit, dude, you can tell me. Like, people have suggested that nobody can defeat Goku. But when it comes to things, technically, like, technically, um, Golden Experience Breakman can defeat Goku. Because it, it can, it can. Because uh, I don't watch Dragon Ball. I wish Dragon was here to like actually verify this. Um, but hold on, the, I think Goku has an ability called Instant Transmission, where he kills someone in a quarter of a second. Damn. And I said that both that there are only three stands in no two stands in in in, in manga canon that can kill that that can actually defeat Goku at this stage. Um, with that being uh, golden, you know, golden experience for Kiam because anything that anyone does against Jorno gets reset to zero. Like they physically can't attack him, and will end up in a tie between yes. Goku and Jorno. And Heaven's Door, which can write down faster than Fox. So, yeah. Damn. Well, okay, so those are the only two stands that can actually defeat him in that state. Yeah, I don't know if that stand can defeat him in Ultra Instinct, which is... No, I think they could. Like, I'm not sure. Like, I've read manga, you know, part four. I've read part seven. I'm not going to spoil anything, but I could say that Tusk Act, Ask, Act, Tusk Act 4 is a pretty good stand. That's a pretty good one. It's pretty good. Okay. I won't state its abilities, but I'm going to say it's a pretty, pretty badass stand. Pretty powerful one, too. Damn. So, yeah. So, yeah, honestly. Um, things happen and they happen for a reason and yeah I believe that Jono and Goku um, when it comes to different stages and different abilities they are evenly matched yep but in my opinion Jojo gets the upper hand because the world over heaven yeah like they can literally rewrite reality that is just too OP that is just too OP One needs to get, like, I think, rings to stop him, I think? I'm not sure. But, Yantre, like, that is a pretty powerful stand, like, 
It's really, it's really OP. Yeah. I yeah. think that's the end. Yeah, for sure. Um, Jojo. Yeah. Um, what's your ranking of this part? Like, in, like best part, second to lowest. Okay, so I'd say best part. Pretty hard to say. You know, you got part four, which is look. It's like a slice of life. It's like sort of a slice of life anime like part, you know. We got just part rank five. The, just rank the part numerically. Don't rank every part. Okay, so part one. Um, it's really nice. It's short. It was short. Some people might recall it's quote-unquote boring. But I think it's a really quick quick watch. You could watch it in a day. Like when I first watched Dojo, I finished part one in a day. It's really amazing. It's, it's you know, you know, when I was, you know, I first didn't comprehend everything, you know, that, but I would totally watch it again. Like, it's really nice. It's like those quick, you know, binge animes that you watch, and it's like you recall and remember, like, oh, yeah, you know, and everything. Part two, it's nice. It's nice. You got your, you got your fair share of memes, and it's really nice. More. I think it has like more characters, you know, like you got Stroheim, you got my, you know, old Speedwagon, old Arena, you got Smokey, you got, you know, Caesar, and <laughs> Little Caesar. <laughs> Little Caesar. Um, their new flat pizza. It's really nice. You did it. And uh, yeah, and part three. It's really adventure. It's more like on the road. It's like they never like stick on a single point. Though like a lot of people say it's good. It's like I gotta say like part three. It's the most iconic. Like when they say JoJo, first thing that comes into their mind is part three. Like part three, yeah. Like part three really made a difference in JoJo in Komodal. It's really nice. Uh, part four, como dije, size of life. Part five, you know, it's really nice the casting. So I'm gonna say worst part. I'm gonna say part two. It's not worst. Like I loved it, but I didn't like enjoy it as that much. But it's it's enjoyable. But didn't like it that much. Uh, the best one. Gotta say it's part three. It's I mean, part de part three or part five. You know what? I'm, I'm gonna go with part three, man. It's you know, it's nice, even though it's like heckishly long. It's still nice. Honestly, anime-wise, I feel like part five is the worst. Damn. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Um, there's a thing called continue, continue, continue. Shit. Yeah. Basically, yeah. part two is part one. Okay, part one is okay. Not the best one. Also, the shortest one. Like it introduces everything, but the story is really felt, heartfelt, and like it's really unique compared to the other parts, latter parts, and it's the it's the first one. Like, give it some slack. Yep, it, it's the second worst, but it's not the worst. And yeah, basically, this is. Uh, my opinion, but like part two is third best. It's third best because it's a lot better than part one. It 
Beats, Mod Funnier, Joseph, Favorite Jojo, Best Jojo. And yeah, shit happens. And honestly, I, th- I I like that the theme of the theme was ass puller. You're like, he got through the entire part entirely with ass puller. Like, I gotta agree with you, man. Like, that, that guy just did things out of random. Yeah, also part three. Part three is third worst. Like I'm ranking all six animated parts. Third worst, a fourth overall. Because yeah, it's good. It has some good fights and yeah, iconicism. But the thing is that it relies on Jotaro for literally almost any fight. And I don't like that. Like why what's the point of having an entire anime arc when Jotaro's gonna fix it every time anyways? True, like either either if it's if it, either if it's Jotaro or like Polnareff. It's like literally, Jotaro and Polnareff literally did all the work. Like I, Abdul even didn't do nothing. Like I, like the only, not even Kakyoin. Like did like a solo. Like Niata, like Joseph C. Joseph is so unique. Like the, like there are there are um, there are certain, um, yeah, there are certain. Arcs such as like the cameo arc, where it's resolved by Polnareff and Aftal, and other things such as like the lovers arc that are resolved like individually with other characters, but most of the arcs are resolved by Jotaro. Part four yeah, is my man. favorite part because it has the slice of life aspect whilst having unique arcs, and it is like it doesn't share the the narrative of traveling across an entire country like basically all other parts except six follow and one no one they travel but not to a different country of course yeah but they do travel a lot this one stays within one town yeah morio the best town yeah like i say like it's the best town just because of put chef like 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 tony like man Honestly. Total. And yeah, part five is the worst because like part three, it relies a lot more than Jotaro on Jorno's uh, abilities because almost and he's almost always ending the fights. And yeah, the characters like they're poorly developed. Like, oh, he's a gangster. Okay, what does he do? Almost none of the characters' backstories are revealed. And I get this is a problem with like all parts, but like it's a problem here because yes, it's revealed sometimes, but like they're poorly explained. And like, okay, why is everyone suddenly attacking this guy? Because there's no way that the boss could have just found out that Jorah was a traitor. Like, I mean, that Jorah was a traitor. Like, what the hell? Also, um, yeah, no, Jorah keeps resolving things. Also, gold experience ring and blood armor and shit, which you're already like. Or death, unexplainable. Yep. Too many unexplainable stuff. The part started out good, it went to shit. So yeah. Um, yep. Honestly, yeah, that's my opinion. So yeah, uh, that will be the end of our. That will be the end of our JoJo anime part coverage. We will be covering the part six anime when it finishes when it finishes production because currently we have like uh 
12 Ton. more episodes slated for like a fall release and I, and I doubt that they finish with those 12 episodes so yeah we're just gonna have to wait until Stone Ocean finishes to actually cover that one yeah, like I wish there would be Jojo Fridays like man like I swear to god if if like after like 12th batch like the David Productions finally decides to say you know what like let's do Jojo Fridays it's gonna be so like it's gonna be so it's gonna be so much easier like every Friday a new episode releases it's like just like look literally look what Disney Plus does it's just amazing like they should do that instead of like eh like like what like half a year wait for just 12 12 batch episodes and I think they should like do Jojo Fridays like, I, I, I don't I don't know honestly yeah yep um, that will be all for today um, we will probably do some we'll pitch some ideas for other Jojo episodes probably like localized names and other topics but yeah yeah. Uh, we will see you later. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. Good night. Good night.